Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to The Blotcha Show. Welcome to episode 14. Chris, I'm your host. If you're new to this podcast, please do feel free to go back to episode one. That is, of course, if you want to. Otherwise, time to get this party started. Yeah! Hope everybody's having a great night. I just did my swap up here, up here in uh, Illinois. Now I'm on, you know, on the interstate, rolling back for Nashville, doing what I got to do until I can do what I want to do. You guys know how that is, right? Aside from that, just trying to do my usual, push through the five-day work week, as I like to like to refer to them, you know, as I like to refer to them. Sorry, guys, a little tired. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you have that those moments where like you're trying to uh, there's something you want to say, but for some reason your mouth doesn't quite cooperate with you. Yeah, I'm not that tired, but you know, it's enough that. You know, sometimes it happens to be a lot, you know, something you want to say and like you end up like, you end up biting your tongue when you're trying to form the words. Like, ah! So, hey, you just saw Bambi on the side of the road, standing off in the ditch looking at me like, yeah, you go ahead and stay over there. I don't want to be the reason you don't uh, get back to your baby tonight. <laughs> but, um, you know how it is working my five day work week. Five day countdown as I like to refer to it. Doing what I have to do until I can do what I want to do. And you know how I always say, guys, we only fail if we quit, give up, walk away. No matter how many times you technically fail, or as you get back up. Same the same message of like if somebody gets into a fight, people are like, get up, get up, get up. And the, the opponent's like, stay down. As long as you keep getting back up, he hasn't won the fight yet. It's like in life, time we have, um, you know, we're struggling and things or whatever. As long as we keep getting back up, pushing on, haven't failed. So keep getting back up, guys, no matter what. Keep telling yourself that you might have struggled today, but tomorrow's gonna be better. And I know a lot of us might be telling ourselves that, and we don't believe it. But you know what? You gotta do it anyway. You gotta get up. We gotta do what we gotta do. Go home and get, get as much rest as we can. Get up, do it again. Until the day when you can get up and you don't have to do that thing anymore. You can actually do something else. For me, that goal is like probably at least two years away, maybe sooner than that. But, you know, working on it. Been working on it for a long time. And at least now I actually see a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. So, a little ways down there still, you know. But still working on it, still pushing through. Never gonna quit. I know, like, like I was mentioning with that uh, former friend of mine that I referred to as D. Always negative, always telling herself that things were never gonna work out, and she's never gonna get there. This sucks. That sucks. Everything sucks. Ain't gonna solve anything or get get anywhere with that. With those, you know, with that mindset. Gotta keep pushing on and telling ourselves we're gonna do this. We are gonna get there. 
and anybody in your life that that instead argues with you and tells you that you're full of crap. That why you know why are you trying so hard? Well, because I don't want to be the person that when I'm 50 or 60 or 70 looks back and goes, "Damn, my life like could have been so much better." But I accepted what other people told me, and instead I stayed where I was at, working the job I was working, working living paycheck to paycheck. What well, we only have this one life, guys. So whatever your dream is, freaking go for it. You want to do a business? Freaking go for it. You want to travel? Freaking go for it. Figure out a way. Figure out what you need to accomplish those goals. Put together a plan on how you're gonna do it. Like how are you gonna get there? Um, and then make it happen. Anybody that tells you your dreams that you're basically just being too much of a dreamer and you need to get back down to earth, eh, those are people you probably shouldn't have in your life anyway. We don't need negative dates in our life, guys. Those people don't help us. Those people only drag us down. And, you know, sadly, that goes for whether they're acquaintances, friends, or family. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't want to kick family and friends to the curb, you know, especially if they've been there for you for a while. But if they're also the negative people in your life telling you that you can't do what you want to do, that it's impossible, then unless you want to just believe them, and basically stay where you're at and always blame yourself, which wouldn't be your fault. It would be technically theirs, but you would just be listening to them, you know. You gotta separate yourself from those people in your life. There's a saying, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I'll get pretty close, but I'm pretty sure it's something in the middle. I think the way it goes is kind of like you are the combination of like the closest like five people that you can surround yourself with. You surround yourself with five to ten people that are all naysayers, or all like, "Oh, you're gonna think realistic in this man." Like, it's just not possible. You need to really think realistic in like school. I love my parents. One thing that my dad would always tell me, though, when I was younger, that I never listened to. <laughs> I listened to a lot of stuff he said, but this, this one thing I've never taken that mindset basically would tell me that that um, I should just go you know get a regular job someplace like McDonald's and you know start start the ground floor and work there for many 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 years eventually work your way up to management eventually be able to retire get a retirement like a pension or whatever and I was like I've always been like yeah but that, that, that sounds horrible <laughs> Like when I went to uh, when I went and worked at Publix, people came off the road for about six months. So when I got a job at Publix, I should have started working for driving locally like I'm doing now. I don't know why the hell I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Like I should have. Like I should have, you know, started doing what I'm doing now. And maybe I wouldn't have actually got back on the road this past time after uh, working for Publix for six months. But I came off the road, and I was going to try to make it work, and I got a job in Publix, figured, I, I guess in my mind, for some reason, I thought, well, I have to come off the road and get a regular job, you know, because I probably can't. Honestly, I have, I have, I have no excuses. I don't know why I did what I did. I just, for some reason, the, the thought, the idea of driving locally just didn't cross my mind. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't. When I drove locally, I actually came off the road. I was doing, like, Uber and Lyft while I was also working for Publix. I was making 11 bucks an hour at Publix, and I was begging for full time. 
wasn't getting it because of course they were like oh we don't have we don't have it like they were like we can put you full time if we get you over there in the deli and I'm like yeah fuck that because I've heard so many horror stories about working in the deli from people who are currently working in the deli and who had previously worked in the deli they basically were like yeah if you go over there like they're always slammed you know the management treats you like shit You know, like, yeah, you'll make really good money because you'll be getting the hours, but you know, like, it's, it's, it's a high stress position. And I'm like, yeah, no, I pass. <laughs> I was enjoying the departments I did work at, though. Like, I was technically produce, but produce have a lot of hours. So they, they ended up working me over there in uh, seafood, over the seafood department. That was pretty easy, you know. The time I came in, they had already been open for a little while because I started like I did the two two p.m. to like midnight or eleven p.m. shift. And the, the fun part about that job was they were scheduled. I basically I did clopins, what they called clopins. Not an official word, but that was what you know what they called them. I would work uh, two to two to eleven, get out there by midnight, do seafood, and I would be scheduled at five a.m. the next morning produce so I would literally get home at 1 a.m. I would go to sleep get about four hours of sleep wake up at five well I mean the technically to be there by like 5 30 so I'd get up I'd, I'd wake up at five basically get ready to go and head in from at 5 30 to get everything started you know of course we had to wait outside we had to knock on the door because management was already there and I had to let us in but and I would work that 5 30 a.m. till 2 and I would get, I would walk back in the door after basically feel like I worked almost a 24 hour shift with like a four hour break. And I would be tripping over my own feet when I walked to the door. And you sit down for a little while at your recliner and you're feeling great. And after a little while you try to get up and you can barely move because you're, you've got all stiff. You know, because you've been on your feet the whole time. So, yeah, I don't miss that. It's part of why I love what I do as a trucker. Because, um, literally I'm seated while doing my job and I'm not having to be on my feet all the time you know it's a lot easier not having to lift a bunch of crap you know that's another reason why like part of what I any job I've gone for out here as a driver I deliberately have done the ones that are no touch you know like I backed into a dock they load me they unload me I go to my next location get loaded or unloaded whatever you know I think I've unloaded like five trailers in the 13, 12, or whatever years that I've, that I've been out here doing this, you know. It wasn't hard. It's just, I choose not to. <laughs> Former military guys, I work smarter, not harder, you know. But, for a military also, I learned, <laughs> learned very well to do the hurry up and wait game, too. Which, fellow drivers out there, you know how that is. A lot of that crap out here, a lot of hurry up and wait. I did a little bit of it tonight when I got to the Illinois drop because I ran a little bit late last night because I had to, even though Sunday night or Saturday night when I was leaving to do my last run for the week before having my two days off, my boss basically told me, they're like, oh yeah, don't worry, your truck's going to be back tomorrow night. So you'll be back in 745 on Tuesday in the cold. Horace Tuesday came along and he's hey, you're going to meet somebody um, that between 4 and 4.30 at the hub. 
and I need you to ride with him to uh, Lebanon. And you're gonna bring 744 back. And I'm like, what? Like, 744 is not a bad truck. Problem that I have with this one, if you guys, I mean, some of you might understand this, some of you might not, because you know how, like, in regular cars, you know what exactly what happened to here, where you raise your seat up and down. Not, not all of them, but I'm sure some of them do. My Ram doesn't. I wish it did. That'd be kind of cool. But I could, like, lay it back and lift it up, and I can't raise the seat actually up. Ah, oh, this I don't think I can. I don't know. Didn't, didn't see anything like that, where you pull it, you pull it forward backwards, but I lift it up. But, um, what I like to do, and this is kind of funny, actually, because one thing I, one thing I, I've yet to figure out, like, understand or whatever, anytime that I've been slip sleeping out here because of, like, our trucks being down, when I get in at, no matter, like, which driver from this company that I work for, I get in after them every single freaking time. The seat's on the floor. And the steering wheel's like lower down. It's literally, I feel like a gangster, you know. I get in, the the, the steering wheel, the, the, the dash is like almost like eye level with me. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit taller than that, like 5'11". But still, you're down pretty low. And I'm like, how do you, you can't see the, the, the hood mirrors? You can see the side mirrors. But I'm thinking, like, plus your knees are all bent because you're literally, like, you're, the seat's all the way on the floor, so your knees are all practically bent, so... I attempted to drive like that briefly, I think, in that, uh, that, uh, back, because I, it took me a minute to find, uh, the button that you could use to raise the seat. Because it was on the other side, I didn't realize, I thought it just didn't have that option, I thought this must just be how the, the back sits. But then halfway to my load, and I'm going, man, my, my knees are starting to hurt, because I'm sitting at this angle. And then I found the button and was able to raise the seat up, I was like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Cause I'd rather have my knees not like like bent at an aggressive angle and actually be able to be up high where I can see, you know, <laughs> see the hood, see the hood mirrors, be able to look out from the side and see the. Because when you're down that low, you can't really see the road beside you because you're down so low. Like the the side of the, the armrest and whatnot at the door is like up to your shoulder or a little bit above that, you know. And I'm like, I don't understand it, I don't get it, but it seems like a lot of the drivers drive like that, I'm like, I don't get it, what the heck do you guys try to do? Especially if you're trying to back in somewhere, like, you're down low, so your vision isn't exactly, like, you can't see as much. So, but, you know, um, you know, it is what it is, but hey, you know. But, uh, anyway guys, um, I'll admit, <laughs> I just had a little bit of a brain fart, I'm like, there was something else I was actually going to say just now, but of course I'm thinking, like, ah, uh, literally totally forgot. I have no idea what it was, you know. I'm sure a lot of you have that problem too, I know talking about Puerto Rico. Um, I was chatting with him this morning and he was, <laughs> he was voice clipping me and he said, he said something and then he goes, what else was I, what else was I going to say? Shit, I should have said it first because I have, bro, I don't even fucking remember. I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm like, man, that happens to me every day. There's at least once, once a day at least, where I was like, man, I was gonna say something, but my mind blanked. I have no idea what it was. Sometimes during the course of a conversation, sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, and it'll come back. Majority of the time, I'm like, crap. I'll remember that when, it, when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, that was actually something really important I wanted to say, too, and yet I can't remember what it was. And sometimes it is just gone. <laughs> so it's like, 
<sighs> part of getting old, part of the schedule I work, because I'm working really late. You know, that's why I do what I gotta do until I can do what I have to do, which do this for another couple years. While I'm setting other stuff up, making plans, you know, building this podcast, eventually getting a book out there. Um, some of you might be surprised about this, but I've actually written a few songs. I haven't put music to them where I actually, like, you know, figured out, like, the pitch, like, what they're going to sound like, because I haven't done that part. But I've written a few songs in my MacBook, you know. That's one of my dreams. Being able to be a book author, a book author and be able to, have, like, actually be a songwriter, singer, or whatever. Eh, a couple goals I have. And when I have time, I, like, which isn't often... I do try to crack open the, uh, the MacBook and, you know, try to get let my creative juices flow and get some uh, song lyrics out there, which lately this past year, the inspiration for any lyrics has mostly been related to the situation with my oldest and my grandson. You know, the fact that it's been like so long since I've seen him since she doesn't talk to us at all. She doesn't talk to anybody, actually. Like, if it was just us, I would kind of understand, but she's kind of cut off her grandparents on both sides. Cut us off. His friends that she doesn't talk to anymore. We don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> so, probably got like three songs that I wrote back when the pain was like really, really, really intense. I've managed to get it under control. And then at least this past six months, but those first six months, basically. I don't know if some, I'm sure some of you can relate having things happen in your life where like it affects you so so intensely that you don't know what to do you know you just don't know how to deal with it you don't know if you're gonna be okay you don't know how to be okay well i mean we're still not okay but we're we're at least better you know i guess we've kind of gotten to the dumb stage you know where it's still there it still hurts but we managed to both put it put the situation on a shelf behind us you know be able to try to not focus on it not think about it I look forward to the day when, you know, my daughter actually, you know, ends up contacting us because she gets into a really bad situation and needs help. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Obviously, we love her and we're her parents, but yeah, that's going to be a conversation right there, you know. It might not happen, you know. Maybe it'll be many, many, many years before we ever see our grandson. Like, he grows up and then reaches out to us like, why were you guys never there? Uh, ask your mom. Like, it wasn't us. But like we wanted to be there, we kind of got told left you. So <laughs> not for us doing anything, but for stories that were made up. But hey, you know. anyway, guys, enough of the negative BS. Tonight's topic—it's kind of a joint topic, but you know, being that we just passed Father's Day, and uh, on that note, guys, I want to wish all fathers out there, whether you're no matter what you do for a living. But definitely a big shout out to all drivers that are dads that have had to make that sacrifice to be away from your family, you know, just so that you can give them the life that you want to give them. I'm right there with you. I fully understand that because that's part of why I do local stuff now because having little kids at home and being away and seeing them every couple weeks kind of sucks. When I started, it was like every once a month and that really sucks. I wasn't really making that much money and then I would be home for a couple days and then of course I really wouldn't make any money because I would be out for a couple weeks trying to clear a negative balance because basically no 
come home for a week and be negative on my truck payment. So then I was like working for free practically, living off cash advances. <laughs> fun times, fun times. But through it all, through all these life experiences and stuff, definitely been a learning experience. But but yeah, happy Father's Day to all, all dads out there, no matter what you do. You guys are awesome. You guys are superstars. So tonight's topic, guys, is Father's Day dinner and a double movie review. So, Father's Day dinner, I wasn't going to include that in this, uh, in this uh, podcast episode, but kind of spontaneously thought, yeah, you know, I'll talk about that too. Since technically Father's Day was Sunday, and then we had a double, we had a movie on Monday, and then I was kind of surprised, but the, we came home from that movie on Monday, and my wife wanted to go to a movie on Tuesday. It was kind of a tight schedule because I had to go, I had to work on Tuesday, so we had to decide on a time. And, uh, you know, but first, first things first. Father's Day dinner, kind of a date night kind of thing. It was going to be a family thing with me, my wife, and our uh, kiddo. But um, our kiddo kind of decided she wanted to stay home. Like she, she was tired because she's been doing the night all thing and going to bed. <laughs> Middle of the night, early morning, kind of like when I get home, she's still awake sometimes, you know. So she was tired, wanted to go sleep. We had a reservation at my wife's restaurants, which, if you guys are ever in Nashville, go check out the Mockingbird restaurant. It's pretty awesome. They got some really good meals. They got they, they got all these these fancy names for all the for all the meals. My two favorites that I do there, even though there's, I wanted to try a couple others, but I haven't yet. Um, I go basically whenever we do a reservation there. What I do is I do the they call it the Mockingbird. It's literally a double cheeseburger, has what they call a fancy sauce on it, which I can't really describe because I've never gotten it. I've heard it's kind of like the Big Mac sauce, kind of. Which again, I've never got because I never get the Big Mac. Um, so what I do is I end up like subbing that out. And I would sub it out for mayo, but they don't have mayo, but they have basically like a, I think like a garlic aioli or something. I don't know, that, that works, that's fine. And then I add bacon on it, which their bacon at the Mockingbird is freaking huge. They got the really thick, thick they really, it's basically a really thick cut sliced bacon. <laughs> they don't even, they, they don't even like break it half, guys. Like we're talking like you get the, it's got two big slices on it, and you got bacon sticking out from every side. <laughs> so while I'm trying to eat the burger, I had to break it off parts that are sticking out and eat those. You can't really, you can't really take a bite of a burger when you got like half an inch or whatever of bacon sticking outside, so I break that part off so I can actually take a bite of the burger. And I, I put a fried egg on top, a runny fried egg on top, too, like an over easy. Oh my god, guys. Freaking amazing burger. I'd have to put it up there with something like, I don't know if it's Nashville's best burger, because there's a lot of good burger places that actually have really, really good burgers, but for a big burger that has a lot of flavor to it, I would definitely recommend it. So the Baki burger comes with their uh, french fries, 
And usually, like, my wife and I will either get, like, a... I think she got the... Uh, the old-fashioned, which is the... Um, I think that's the one with, like, bourbon. It's like they do with some lot of construction work. You know, they literally just, like, close one lane down, like, oh, hey. Gotta slow down. <laughs> but, um... So she got the old fashioned, and I, you know, normally I would do it too, or I would do it as well. But this time I got something that was called, uh, like, it was called like Peach a Little. I was like, that's kind of interesting. Basically, it was like peach and schnapps and something else or something, or whatever. It was pretty good, you know, a little glass, you know. And I, like, I, a lot of times when we're out eating, especially while, you know, doing the paycheck, paycheck thing. I usually won't do like too many too many drinks when we go out in public because of course like um, I think I'm pretty sure <laughs> my drink was like 12 bucks and while I was sipping on that I kind of I kind of laughed and the wife's like what's going on I'm like I was like oh you know that uh, that that decent sized bottle from the liquor store that I've been getting recently that's like this uh, pink lemonade vodka really good stuff really strong it's like 30 percent alcohol whatever so basically like i do a big glass of it and ice the hell out of it because i've noticed with vodka for me the colder it is the better like the warmer it is the more it burns <laughs> so i have a lot of ice in mind and then i'm, I'm still i'm able to sip it pretty uh, pretty regularly without it really bothering you know being being too strong or whatever my wife though it was a little too strong like i got it the first time that we like one like a weekend or two back and it, my wife's like oh that looks really good so i was like hey you want some very cool so i poured a glass of both of us some ice both of them or actually technically i initially didn't put ice in the first one i took one sip i actually technically took a swig thinking oh, it's gonna be like peak lemonade literally took a swig went whoa holy crap because you know especially when it's a big gulp and you get like a mouth of basically like mostly vodka but whoa okay holy crap i just burned my throat so i look over at my wife and i'm like do you want me to go get you some ice for yours and she literally looked at me and was like whoa too, too late. i was like oh you chugged it oh wow <laughs> she was yep yep i chugged it after that weekend she doesn't want anymore <laughs> i'm like oh come on it's not that bad you know but but yeah peach uh Stops or whatever. It was, it was a big streak, but like had a couple of kinds of alcohol in it. It was good. It was pretty good. My wife got this uh, pasta they have there, which I was eyeballing on that too, but I, I didn't order that. I figured, you know, I stick with, stick with what I like the most of. And so I got the burger and fries, and then basically they have this chicken at the Mockingbird that if you guys ever get a chance to go, you should definitely try the fried chicken. You get like it's chicken thighs that are pretty pretty thin they call it it's on the menu it's on, it's on there as chicken fried chicken thighs and you get these two chicken thighs with um, uh, mashed potatoes and this little and uh, well if you get it to go you get a little container of chorizo gravy and basically like what I do is I end up dipping them especially when I'm eating it at home after because I get that to go take it home I'll eat it later 
after I've, you know, indulged in a few more drinks, you know, at home and feel pretty good. Um, I end up dipping that. I just pick up the, each individual chicken thigh, you know, that's nice and fried or whatever. End up dipping that in the trees of gravy, and I'm like, oh my god. So, would recommend, guys. Would definitely recommend. It's pretty awesome. Then they have these appetizers there. They're pretty awesome. These little mini uh, grilled cheese sandwiches that are made with green. And it's little kind of like these cheesy rice balls, kind of hard to explain, but those are pretty good. And they got tachos, which is kind of like a version of nachos with some jalapeno, or whatever. But it's tater tots with cheese. And cheese and tomato and whatever else, you know. Pretty good, but I usually get that and say, hey, can you, can you like, keep the jalapeno off that please? <laughs> I can handle it, it's just, you know, I'm one of those, like, I like some heat, but I like to be able to somewhat feel my mouth afterwards. <laughs> so, so that was dinner, that was pretty awesome. So, okay, guys, if you ever end up in Nashville and you want a place to try out, Mockingbird in Nashville. They're open Wednesday through Sunday every week. They're closed on Monday and Tuesday. That's why my wife actually literally is off on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> so, Monday, we actually went and saw, because this is like another part of technically Father's Day, was my wife actually booked. She scheduled it, or she went online with my AMC app or whatever, my AMC Stubbs uh, membership, which I guess I had the basic membership. But she, she went out to order the tickets and she thought she was actually signing up for the like the upgrading it to where you pay a monthly thing and you get even more discounts or whatever. I guess she thought she was doing that, like setting a new account up herself, but she was logged into my account because <laughs> she did the purchase and I said, oh, okay, you're in my account. She goes, what? Like, yeah, I got the email for that for that movie order. She goes, oh, crap. Oh, like, yeah, it's all good, you know. But she went online and ordered tickets for Transformers. That movie. Prob- I would say that, that movie is probably my favorite out of all of them so far. That was pretty awesome. They, and if you haven't seen it, it's already probably going to hear spoilers, but they they, they kind of tied it in with the G.I. Joe universe. So that was pretty... I was surprised, but that's pretty awesome. And I'd have to say, if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you got to go watch it so you know what I'm talking about, but... But uh, they have a Transformer that I've never seen called, I think, Mirage. And uh, he, can, he can turn into a car, but he can also, like, literally, like, uh, to kind of explain what he can do, there's a car chase going on. He, he was going down the road being chased by a bunch of cops, and he was able to Mirage and make, like, 50 of his car, like, basically, like, little Mirage images of another 50 cars of looking like him going off different directions so the cops are all confused and chasing chasing different cars and like he ended up getting away that way you know but and then near, near the end of the movie with one of the humans that were fighting with him he Mirage had been taking a lot of hits from one of the bad guys and they thought he was dead but then he was because he dove onto one of the humans to protect him and then all of a sudden he you know, makes a comment or something because I guess one of the main characters, one of the human characters radioing back and forth with his brother and Mirage of course like, oh you guys are so cute or you guys sound so adorable he's like, oh my god you're alive Mirage he's like, yeah, 
but you're gonna have to take the wheel. I think I'm gonna need you to take the wheel. And so literally, like, he was able to transform to where the human was wearing, it's kind of like wearing him, but it was a smaller version where it was like a, a suit the human could fit in. But he had all the, he had the different um, weapons and stuff that the, the Transformer had. So that was pretty, I was like, wow, that's awesome. I was like, why didn't they do this before? <laughs> so, pretty awesome movie, pretty awesome movie. Definitely recommend. Two thumbs way, way up. So, I'm not going to say a terrible, like, t- too terribly much about it. You know, give too many details because I know there's probably going to be a lot of people. Maybe you guys come across this podcast. Maybe you listen to this episode and have not seen it yet. So I'm not going to, I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum because, you know, don't want to give, don't want to give it too, you know, give too much away, whatever. Let you go see it. And, you know, so we get home and, you know, I had had that membership for a while as far as the ABC stuff. <laughs> I've been a member of it for a while, like probably since like uh, last July. So I remember um, a lot of times being, alone, even though I drive locally, and being out of hat, sometimes I haven't had like vacation time I could use. So like wife and kid, kiddo, or back when our oldest wasn't like, you know, AWOL. <laughs> the wife and kids and the grandkid would go up to Kansas to see family for the 4th of July or whatever. And I would stay back here and work. You know, not take the, the, the paycheck hit, just stay back here and work, work on the holiday and make extra money. You know, try to do the irresponsible thing, which kind of sucks, but you know how it is, guys. Do what we got to do until we can do what we want to do. And taking extra time off unpaid stuff only hurts the uh, bottom line, so got to do it. But um, I had, back then, I had gone, I actually had, like, bought tickets for myself for one of the days they were gone to go see Maverick when it was out. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> but, um, so I'd had that membership for a while. And my wife, I guess now all of a sudden, because she upgraded, she went out there and upgraded our account, got us discounts, stuff like that. And we could use, like, we could see up to, like, three movies a week or something with the discounts. All of a sudden, like, we're, <laughs> we're on our way home from from the movie theater. And my wife is like, so, should we go see Spider-Man tomorrow? I was like, oh. What? She's like, should we, should we go see Spider-Man tomorrow? I'm like, you want to go do another movie? Like, right off the bat? She's like, well, yeah. Like, you know, I'm still off tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, but I work. And I'm like, she goes, well, I mean, they got a couple of, you want me to just go as Odin? I'm like, not really. That's not really fair. You know, like, I don't want you to go to, like, I'm here. I kind of like to go with you, you know. It's not like I'm over the road. I know, you know. It's like, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, love. If you hear this episode, I'm just kidding. It's nice with you. But, uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, what times do they have? I was like, I'll go with you. It just has to be early enough because I might have to like go to work at like four, four thirty, five o'clock. Something. She goes, well, they have, they have, uh, they have one show time at like two forty. And I said, it's probably too late. You know, As they said they have, she's like, they have one at twelve twenty-five. I said, let's do that one. It's not too early, not too late. You technically sleep in a little bit, you know. It's, it's a little early for me for like my schedule because a lot of times I, I'll be going to bed at like 5, 6, 8 o'clock something like that. but I was off the night before so I tried to get to bed I think I got to bed by like 3, so my alarm for like 11.40 figuring what, 12.25 takes 5, five to 10 minutes to get over to the movie theater 
And then, of course, my wife comes in like 10 minutes before, you know, 10 minutes before the, uh, my alarm. I do the whole, like, you know, work out a little stuff, you know. And she, she made a comment about, like, oh, it's 11.30 or 11.35. He's told 25 was, I know. The five minutes later, literally my alarm was going. Da, 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 da. She went, Oh, your alarm's going off again. I was like, that's why I had I had it under control. I knew what time the movie was, and I was gonna get up in time, you know. So so Tuesday at 12.25, after already having been to the been to the theater uh, you know, the night before. Sorry about that, guys. I was like literally this, this because of this, <laughs> this truck. When I hit a bump, like if I hit a mild, like a very mild bump, I might dip a little bit in the sea here. But when I hit a, when I hit something like a, like a big bump on the road, I literally drop and come back up. So throughout this episode, there's already been a few occasions where I hit a bump and I'm literally like, whoa! You know, I'm trying to make it not be as obvious, but you know, sometimes it's hard when you're trying to talk and you hit a bump and your seat just goes down and up. Oh look! Try not to hurt my back in the process of down the road here too <laughs> so so yeah Tuesday 1225 we went and saw the animated that Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse or whatever uh, we're a bunch of different Spider-Mans from different different galaxies and different Earths basically like you know came together or you know Actually, I think this is probably like part two or whatever. Because I think, I, yeah, because I, I remember we saw we saw the first one, which I don't remember it being that long. But then this one, I'm thinking it's an animated film. Can't be too long. Probably gonna get done, you know, without like it being too late and be able to go get ready for work, whatever. These themes, I don't know what like if you guys have the reclining seats in your theater, but that is fucking awesome. Love it. Large popcorn, large, uh, large drink. Which normally I'm all about cherry coke and stuff, but since I, uh, you know, did that on Monday, I thought, you know, today I'm gonna, I'm gonna hydrate a little bit since I'm, you know, obviously like two days off. At least that night I spent drinking. <laughs> Can't drink during the week because I'm working, but my days off, I'm enjoying my uh, the strawberry or the. Uh, yeah, strawberry lemonade vodka and the wine and of course I do have vodka and cranberry grape but I don't necessarily like this weekend I didn't really do much of that I just did the, the strawberry lemonade vodka by New Amsterdam which is pretty good if you guys can find it and then I split a bottle of wine between both those days I was pretty good but uh so I noticed just how long this movie was, though, because, like, we got to probably the last 45 minutes to an hour, probably the last 45 minutes or so of, of the movie, and I was like, I really have to go to the bathroom. You know, that, the whole eyes are, your eyes are yellow type, you know, we're like, oh my god, I gotta go. But I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to leave and miss, like, if there's only a little left, so I, of course, lay there. The other problem, I was so comfortable that, like, I, at, one, at one point, Little like as the movie got you know went on, I would slowly recline the seat a little more, and then recline the seat a little bit more. 
to the point where I was almost like fully laid back. I'm still like, like you're still at an angle where you can see the screen pretty good. But I was almost like laid all the way back, and I'm going, oh man, this feels awesome. And there were a few points where I, well, I think I did the whole, you, know, you start to doze, but then you wake yourself up because of course I'm sleep apnea, so I, I can't really sleep without the machine, but that doesn't mean I won't doze off. Where you're like, oh, fuck. okay, I'm awake, I'm awake. Did that a couple times, sat up a little bit, like raised the seat up just a little bit, so I was like, right, I better, you know, try a little bit harder here, try to focus on the movie. Then the movie ended and stuff, but that, that movie is pretty awesome. Now, I guess, apologies, you know, I know that technically movie review for both those movies, but not really giving a whole lot of details about them, but basically, you know, they, it's like this just one bad guy that looks like a cow, like, he stands up like a dude, but he's, like, all white, has black spots, and I guess with his black spots, he can create little portals, and, uh, Throughout the movie, they they end up going to a couple of different like a couple of different spider galaxies, whatever. So I would recommend it, but just be advised, guys, it is longer than I think it is. Unless, I mean, I didn't actually look it up, so I didn't actually see like link the movie, blah blah blah. I should have. Like, oh, okay, it's gonna be a long one. I went in there thinking it was gonna be short, like hour and a half, two hours. But damn near three hours later, we're like coming out of the theater. I'm going, holy crap, that was a long film. My wife said, holy crap, yeah, like the last hour I had to go to the bathroom, like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and now I know, um, this time when we went for, on uh, Muddy's movie, I got one of the, uh, you know, the little containers that they put the, the popcorn salt in, they put like, you need to be a little, it's like they, they give you this big container and they put a little pinch in there. And I'm like, I'm getting a large popcorn, there's no way in hell that this need to be a little bit of popcorn salt is going to be anywhere near enough. to uh, take care of this entire popper. So, and usually I'll ask them for like five or six of those containers, which still, like you figure, even if you combine all those into one container, you're still like not even a quarter, like quarter of filled in this container. So, <laughs> I end up, uh, what I did this time is on a Monday, I said, hey, can I get a, is, is there any chance that you could actually fill those containers up. She was, you want to fill one? I said, yeah, please. I said, I got a, I got a big ass popcorn. They said, I need, I may not use a whole container, but I'm definitely going to need a lot more of the way you guys put in the regular ones. She's like, yeah, we just put a little bit in there because like, you know, it's really strong, but yeah, sure. She, she, she gave me a full little cup with the lid on it. I was like, cool, awesome. And I, I said, can I get a container of uh, butter too? I said, you know, with the big, big popcorn, like I, you know, butter the, I butter the top as best I can to shake it up and add, you know, salt it, whatever. But then you get down, like usually I'll have one of the extra containers, I'll fill it with butter, and then as the movie goes on, if I get down to where it's dry, I will um, use that extra container that I put some butter in, and that way I can, you know, butter, butter a little bit again, put some more salt on it while, while the movie's going. And um, so. <laughs> I had been doing that and, you know, using the same little containers they use the salt for them. And I was like, yeah, can I get one of those filled with butter too? And they were like, actually, we have, we actually have butter containers. You know, the little butter containers. I'm like, oh, you do? Like, yeah, they went off of this little warmer, grabbed these little white cups that looked like the black cups. They were just clear. They were a little bit bigger and they were full. They were literally filled with butter. And I was like, well, shit, 
I was like, I probably have been to like 10 movies, a dozen movies in this theater over the past like year or so. And I have not seen that. I've never known. It's just, yeah, we, we, we do some to-go stuff. And so we have these little containers. And say, oh, that's awesome. Cool. But they were tucked away. Like I wouldn't see them. I would have known about them. So then Tuesday when we went back, I went straight up to the counter. Said, yeah, can I get one of those filled, those uh, popcorn salt containers like, filled up, please? And can I grab one of the butters? Like, yeah, absolutely. The cool things. So makes things a little bit easier. I don't have to like try to combine like six containers that still don't have barely any salt in them. Of course, though, the problem with that is I wasn't used to salting the popcorn <laughs> with the full container. And like, so my uh, my youngest and I, we both did the same thing. Like she put some salt in hers, you know, because in all oh, the, the Transformers movie, we paid like our popcorn. Our, my popcorn combo was like 50 bucks because it came with, it literally came with this big tractor trailer toy tractor trailer that's like probably about a foot like a foot or so long and it looks like the one of the older bottles of Optimus Prime the sad part is it do, it didn't it doesn't transform it literally like the trailer you can open it up has a big compartment in the back so basically while we were there we like my, my kiddo used that big uh, trailer compartment and she filled it up with I was like, well, that works, because otherwise, like, throughout the movie, you know, they don't need a lot, but my wife, my kiddo, randomly, like, reach up, like, hey, it's popcorn, sure, there you go. No, it's mine, man, leave me alone. <laughs> Thank God for free refills. Run out, eat more, just go, go back up there. But, um, but yeah, we, me and my kiddo, we both did the same thing with the popcorn, so, like, it, we ended up putting too much on, right? Like, where you try to shake it a little bit, and and to put a little pile on the top, and I was like, oh crap. So then you should, I basically ended up shaking the popcorn all around and mix it all around. And I was okay with it. It was a little, it was a little strong. It was a little strong for sure. But, um, I was like, woo, fun times. Get to go through a way station really fast here, guys. So, so my wife, of course, a few of the times that she, uh, <laughs> reached over and grabbed a handful almost and she looks over me like ah holy crap really salty I said yeah it was good right <laughs> so buddy you know definitely gotta get that that movie theater popcorn gotta have enough butter gotta have enough access to the popcorn salt you know and then the wife of course like while we're there sorry's waiting for the signal because when I go over the initial scale when you first come off on the exit and then it tells you either go on the scale or bypass you know we're pretty light so I have never been pulled onto the scale after since driving here or whatever that's why I, I literally don't worry about way stations as far as like scaling at like truck stops because whatever have you you know so the wife commented because I had a large popcorn and so that was pretty big was the big bucket. Sadly, it wasn't a bucket you could keep because it was a cardboard bucket, so by the end of the movie, it basically, like, you know, was kind of soggy with all the butter or whatever. But I love when you get the big plastic bucket and you can actually take it home and keep it, you know. But nope, the only keepsake we got was the, uh, was the, uh, truck. So, 
but my wife was like, like, oh, you should like get a refill of the popcorn when we leave, and that way take the take the popcorn with you on the road because I usually bring a bag of popcorn. And I was like, uh, I would, but I was like, after eating this entire bucket, I said, I think I'm just gonna take a bag because I don't need a full other bucket of popcorn. <laughs> That's a little too much popcorn. But anyway, guys, definitely recommend both these movies, even though Spider-Man um, was long. It was a good movie. It was good. I admit, it's funny, like, at 3.30, we got out of that that movie. I got a, I had, like, a couple missed calls by my boss. That was when he was, you know, tell, when I'm thinking, like, hey, I'm going to hopefully start my day or when I'm supposed to. We had the hub at, like, 5, and he was like, hey, give me, like, 4.30. Then I got stuck in traffic, so I didn't even get there until 5. And then we got over to uh, Lebanon. At like. And basically, what I did, I, I texted the guy and said, hey, because I, I grabbed my bag, so that way I could just put my stuff in this truck right here. And. Um, I'm get the truck and just drive back to that national hub, go in the gate, get my load, and head out without swinging by my, my ram to grab my stuff. But I text him like, hey, I'm uh, walking outside the uh, parking area. I'll be waiting for you outside, you know, right on the grass area. And he texts back, all right. And then I walked forward him down to where when he came out, pulled up along the curb that he wasn't blocking the uh, employees coming out with their cars. You know, so then by the time I got back to the Nashville Hub, it was like seven, a little bit after seven. I think I finally pulled out of there like seven. 740, you know. They only had one trailer to grab, so that was awesome. And on the plus side, even though I made it like yesterday, I think me and the other, me and the team truck, we were swapping at like 1 a.m. last night. I got there tonight at like 11.30. I checked the location for where they were, and it showed like 30 miles away, so I thought, okay, I probably have time. Probably have time to, to um, go and hit the bathroom, Eat up food, went up, eat up the popcorn. So I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and run in there and do that. I thought I had like, I thought I probably had like 30 minutes, but of course, like, I went and hit the bathroom, heated food, and was walking out, and I saw them pull it up near where I was. So I was like, okay, hold it here. So put the food in the truck, disconnected everything, unhooked from the trailer, and swung around, waiting for them to disconnect. They had hooked and swung around to hook to my trailers, and I hooked up to theirs. So, I rolled out of there a little bit after midnight, and they looked like they were basically like, you know, sw- switching drivers, getting everything ready, so. I think we basically, we both probably left about an hour earlier than yesterday, so then tomorrow hopefully we'll be making up a little bit more time for the week. Hopefully by Saturday we'll be meeting around like 9.30, 10 o'clock like we're supposed to, you know. Problem is, when I'm late, I make them late because they gotta go 600 miles back up to Minnesota. And, um, and then, of course, like they get up there late, they gotta get loaded and come back down, and it's late when they get to where we swap. So that was one thing I was always debating with the uh, the boss for a couple weeks, where I'm like, dude, I was like, the later I leave, the worse it is for them. And he's like, oh, us dispatching doesn't affect them. Or our us being down trucks doesn't affect them. I guess it does. So I'm like, because if I get over to Illinois late, that means that they get up to St. Pauli. That means that they might lose a load, somebody else might get in, or they might cancel the load altogether. He's like, oh. 
been trying to explain that to him for like two weeks, saying that I am just waiting for another driver to get back. The truck I'm taking isn't really working because not only am I getting up there late, I'm then getting home at like eight in the morning or whatever. It's like, all right, this kind of sucks. But it looks like hopefully things are starting to get back and on track now. So, uh, man, that's kind of why up until the last, you know, the end of my week, this past week when I was working Saturday, I was telling myself, you know, I think I'll be able to do this, this, you know, this uh, job for another five years while while working on the other things I'm working on, and get to the point where I'm really set up nice and really literally don't have to do shit, and you know, come off the road and do what I gotta do and basically have the, you know, income streams. I'll be setting up get my wife and her food truck and all that stuff. But at the way this last week was, you know, and then enjoying my days off, over my days off, I was thinking, man, I was thinking like, man, five years sounds like a really long, feels like a really long time from now. <laughs> so I was like, so I'm working on things, you know, I'm planning more like within the next two years. So gotta have big goals and big dreams and you gotta keep pushing towards them. Otherwise, you know, just... What is it that uh, Tony Robbins says? Like, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, like if your life, if your marriage isn't growing, it's dying. If your career isn't growing, it's dying. You know. So you gotta, you gotta keep pushing on, trying to make that progress. You know. So anyway, guys, just looking at the time, going, holy crap! I didn't mean for this episode to be that long. I was actually looking for trying to make it more like 30 minutes, but kind of like ran a little bit longer so i apologize but um, i think that's all the time we have for tonight guys i appreciate you guys being here as always just gonna keep saying it guys keep pushing forward keep believing don't give up we only fail if we give up and walk away as long as you don't do that you've never failed as soon as you as soon as you throw in the towel that means you're done you know, it means you failed. So don't throw in the towel, guys. We got this. Whatever your dreams are, you can do it. You know, life isn't gonna life isn't gonna just roll over and hand it to us. We gotta take it. So appreciate you guys. I will see you guys in episode 15. Keep rocking it, guys, and we will talk to you next time. Have a